and welcome back to another episode of the Impact Play, impacting more than just gaming. We are your weekly source for the latest news, updates, discussions, and debates that bring us out to way beyond just gaming. We're not only blurring the lines between gaming, tech, entertainment, sports, and music. We are even amplifying voices from those perspective fields and having those stories told here on the Impact Play. Join us as we record the show live over at twitch.tv backslash the Impact Play and by clicking on, on that notification bell so you will be notified when we do go live or later on YouTube or even on your favorite podcast platform. Simply search for the Impact Play. However, you consume our content, whoever you consume it, we are there. Join us on Patreon, so for and above, get the show ad free. Go to Cruise and Above, have exclusive access to not only the post show, but they can even call in to be a part of the live show experience, plus early access to our VODs, and so much more. Learn more and become a Patreon supporter today at patreon.com backslash the end play. We are an epic partner, so with every purchase you make within the epic ecosystem when you use a critical code to impact play, we do get a commission to help support and will help us further elevate the show and take us to new heights at no extra cost to you. Again, you by using a critical code to impact play, whether you buy any Fortnite skins, any V-Bucks, the latest car in Rocket League, or whatever platform you're on, when you buy anything within the epic store, we get a portion out of it. This is just one of the many ways you can go out to support the show at no extra cost. I am Yishawas Mohammed, otherwise known as It's Yiku. This is episode 138. February is Black History Month, so we are highlighting and amplifying black voices beyond than just gaming, tech, entertainment, sports, and music. And we might even have a few surprises along the way. So stay tuned to our social, to our social media channels, whether you're on Twitter, Instagram, or even Snapchat, we're there. Just follow us at The Impact Play. Uh, and then this episode of Impact Play is sponsored by... The folks over at Anchor. On the agenda, we have a gameplay reveal for the UFL. Netflix adds even more games to its roster. Bruno Mars and and Anderson Pac arrive in Fortnite. Rockstar has all but confirmed GTA 6. Infinity Ward is seizing a new Call of Duty. Apple could be announcing a few new devices this coming March. John Legend launches his own NFT platform. Nike sues StockX over their sneaker NFTs. Euphoria has been renewed for a third season. It Takes Two is set to arrive on a big screen adaptation. The NFL Pro Bowl 2022 Winter Olympics has begun. New music from Nicki Minaj, Lil Bay, Megan Thee Stallion, and more. Plus the top stories of the week. So welcome to our very first segment of the show. Where we discuss what we have been playing, what they've been enjoying, essentially what we have been up to. So, if you guys are aware, I'm I'm a huge fan of Rocket League, Destiny, and what have you. But nonetheless, I have been playing this much this week. I, I actually this week I haven't, I haven't. I don't think I've played Rocket League or Destiny either. Or like literally, I don't think I've, I've hopped into it. But hopefully, I'm planning on I'm streaming it later on tonight if I have time. If not, by tomorrow. So follow us for our live playthroughs over at Twitch.tv. Backslash the Empire Play. Simply join us when we go live and just join, just join us. But nonetheless, I did end up watching um, episode five, if I'm not mistaken, of Boba Fett. I'm gonna check with you right now. Episode six. I'm sorry, of Boba Fett, which we do have a spoiler cast up now on our YouTube channel. YouTube.com backslash the impact play. 
And keep in mind, this is a spoiler review. Guys, you're into checking this out as well as uh, as well as all, all of our other amazing content over on over on our YouTube page. Be sure to check that out and let us know what you think in the comments section. But uh, that's literally all I've been watching. I started watching Grand Notice over on Netflix. So far, so good. I just maybe I watched like the first thirty minutes. I haven't really watched the the full the full uh, the full film. But once I do, I'll definitely uh, give my thoughts on that as well. Uh, I know the NFL Pro Bowl is going on this weekend. I'm not, not planning on watching it. And the Super Bowl is going on next weekend. If you guys are excited for it, let us know in the comment section down below. But And yeah. Uh, other than that, that's going to be it for that segment. So... We're going to hop into the news, folks. And we're going to start with your gaming play. <laughs> okay, here we go. You guys are aware that Sony did acquire Bungie, and we did do a a breaking news special episode of the show where we uh, kind of broke this down and gave our hot takes on, on the acquisition. I believe it's not the last episode, but the uh, episode before that. So you should to check that out if you guys haven't done so already. But we're going to keep moving on. So... This one's coming over from GamesIndustry.biz. Sony Interactive Entertainment head Jim Ryan was clear from the start that the decision to buy Bungie was about to bolster the company's live service expertise. But in post-earnings comments, Sony gave some idea as just how it will lean on a Destiny developer for that. Through close collaboration between Bungie and the PlayStation Studios, we aim to launch more than 10 live service games by the fiscal year ending March 31st, 2026, the company said. The company also emphasized its commitment to multi-platform games as a major growth opportunity, not just for for Bungie, but for pre-existing Sony properties. Throughout this acquisition, we intend to acquire new users and increase engagement on platforms other than, than PlayStation, which will enable us to significantly advance our long-term growth strategy of further expanding the ecosystem of our game business, the company said. Capitalized by the acquisition of Bungie, we intend to to accelerate the growth of our first-party game software revenue, aiming to more than double the current amount by fiscal year 2025. So, literally, I already know this acquisition is more than just Destiny, and it looks like this was more than just their new IP that they're working on as well. Because they're they're like the de facto in a, in a, in a uh, I guess experience life service game, but yeah, literally this is not what I expected. I kind of expected it to be like <clears throat> for the new IPs, but this was like m- way more than just that as well. And this was not an answer to Microsoft's acquisition of. Uh, Activision Blizzard, because this was months in the making before, uh, in talks before they actually announced their intent to acquire Bungie. And also, this was coming from IGN. Destiny and former Halo developer Bungie was at one point considering launching its own game streaming platform. Business Insider reports citing sources familiar with the matter. As a report about Google's attempts to course correct on its failing Stadia service, Google reportedly pitched its tech to Bungie which was 
already exploring its own potential streaming service. Under the white label deal, Bajiu would own content and control its front end service, but Google's technology would support the platform. Of course, this botched their plans, but yeah. Uh, let's see. And there's two sources that told Business Insider that Google Stadia boss Phil Harrison now reports to Jason Rezenfeld, Google's vice president of subscription services, instead of directly to Google hardware boss Rick Osterlo. That's a demotion for the entire Stadia division, though that's perhaps not too much of a surprise. Stadia wasn't meeting Google's internal expectations, of course. Drastically missing sales targets despite paying tens of millions of dollars per game just to secure ports for the platform. But they also tweeted, uh, they sent a tweet out two days ago. If you hear one thing, hear this. The Stadia team is working really hard on a great future for Stadia and cloud gaming. We hope you agree, and we know this, the proof is in the playing. But no one's playing on that platform. So that's the proof. And here's a follow-up as well. We're, we're particularly proud to be offering 50 games to pro members in February. With more than 100 titles to join Stadia in 2022. And plenty of free-to-play free devs for everyone to enjoy. There's also more uh, future goodness to come, uh, to come to Stadia. Stuff we can't talk about just yet, but we promise to share as soon as we can. Have a great weekend. Let's see. Now, nonetheless, the technology was great, but again, without actually physical hardware, it just didn't work out. Like Xbox is doing it right with X with the new generation so Series S and Series X, plus cloud gaming. So cloud gaming should be the de facto for your gaming experience. It should be like an add-on. Or just another way to expand on your current experience. Not just you base it on that and you expand from there. No, that's not how, how this has been working for generations now. But nonetheless, we do have a new generation of, speaking of generation, a new generation of Call of Duty is coming soon. Coming from the folks over at Infinity Ward. Stay frosty. This is a tweet that they sent out February 3rd. So, looks like we might be getting a new Call of Duty some form of announcement, but we'll see what happens. But things remain unclear. What are your speculations? Let us know in the comment section. Let us know if you think it's really mail as well.
So speaking of Call of Duty, Battlefield 2042 didn't meet their expectations. According to EA, this is coming over from The Verge. Of course, because it was it was uh, placarded with a whole slew of bugs since it launched. $70 price tag with just multiplayer. So putting two and two together, even the multiplayer that you're trying to sell on for a, a full-valued game wasn't even all that great, even though it was just the multiplayer that was just released. But nonetheless, let's keep reading on this article. The game publish says the fiscal quarter ending on December 31st, 2021 was the largest quarter in the company's history for net bookings, underlying profitability and cash generation. According to CFO Blake Jensen, games like Apex Legends and FIFA continues to be hits, but there is one noticeable issue, Battlefield 2042. The game, which launched back in November after a last-minute delay, was built on the idea of scale, with gigantic multiplayer battles and even features like dynamic weather in the form of tornadoes. According to Wilson, that ambition, combined with the changes, challenges of developing a game remotely, are which led to Battlefield 2042's ongoing issues. But, nonetheless, I'm assuming they didn't fully learn from Cyberpunk's debacled launch. So why launch a game that was full of bugs just for the promise of fixing it later on? Isn't that where they messed up on? I think so. So I'm assuming they didn't fully learn. And not just that. They tried it up. It was just multiplayer. So it wasn't even like a full game. Like there are a bunch of multiplayer experiences that are free to play. That are not even and don't even have the full price tag of of seventy dollars of a full game, but it's not a full game. All it is is multiplayer. So two and two together, it doesn't make sense. Halo Infinite multiplayer is free to play, but yours is seventy dollars, and it's not even a good experience, nonetheless, because they even delayed their first season as well. And there's even petitions going on online that people want refunds as well. So that's kind of the same thing that, came, that happened with Cyberpunk. So I don't understand how people learn. Like people should be learning from Cyberpunk, not just following their footsteps, <laughs> which is the opposite of what should be happening. But nonetheless, we do have a release date for the Halo TV show that was revealed in some new trailers. And it's... Uh, slated to release on Paramount Plus on March 24th. So I'm excited for that. And it's all, actually the delays for Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League that's reportedly been delayed until 2023, which is not surprising because of the ongoing pandemic. We have a new trailer also following the show 2022. And then Shoshi Otani will grace the cover of I'm going to be the show 2022 with a superhero manga version of the athlete that will appear on the Game Collector's Edition in collaboration with the creator behind Afro... I'm sorry, the artist behind Afro Samurai, Takashi Okazaki, which if you guys haven't watched the trailer, we did do a live react to that as well. That's over on YouTube channel if you guys are interested. But this was definitely great. 
I would as soon as Yellow Trail, I knew it was like so it had so it was like based on anime as well. But Sega does is exiting the Japanese arcade business after 50 years. Just going over from GameSpot. Sega has exited the Japanese arcade business, bringing an end to a run that lasted more than 50 years in that entertainment sector. With the, with the coronavirus pandemic put almost every social gathering on post in 2020, Sega's arcade division was hit particularly hard and eventually resulted in its parent company, Sega Sammy, selling 85% of the arcade and amusement center business to Genda Incorporated. This includes assets such as amusement machines and associated prizes from Sega. As of this week, Genda Incorporated has purchased the remaining arcades from Sega. But end of an error. The Switch has outsold the Wii, making it Nintendo's best-selling home console ever. At 103.54 million consoles worldwide. This is coming from GameSpot. But, nonetheless, that's not a surprise because uh, since the pandemic first hit, people, consoles were selling all the crazy, like crazy, whether it be Xbox, Sony, even the Switch, which was constantly selling out. Alright, let's keep moving on. So, like, uh, Grammy-nominated R&B duo Silk Sonic is flying into the Iconic series with an arrival of February 10th, 2022, at 7 p.m. Eastern, so Thursday. But before the outfits and accessories land in the item shop, compete in the Silk Sonic Cup happening Monday, January 7th, as of this recording. For a chance to unlock the Bruno Mars and Anderson pack outfits early. Plans to do some drive. So literally, they're here, and you could look forward to them coming to Fortnite soon. But nonetheless, we do have an update for you for the folks over at Rockstar. So we are going to be getting a. Where are you? No, this is an. Oh, here it is. A upgrade for the PS5 and the Xbox Series consoles coming March fifteenth for Grand Theft Auto Five and Grand Theft Auto Online. So new graphics with up to 4K resolution, up to 60 frames per second, and texture and draw distance upgrades, HDR options, and ray tracing, as well as offering the technical advancements of the latest console generation with faster loading times, immersive 3D audio, platform-specific features like advanced haptic feedback, and much, much more. And plus, a new standalone version of GT Online for PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X and S will debut at launch, available for free for the first three months to PlayStation 5 players. Give me a second. Look, I'm missing a story.
You have to go to the Twitter page. Get that update for you guys. Give me a moment. All right, so here is an update coming from IGN. After years of rumors and reports, Rockstar has confirmed it's working on a new Grand Theft Auto game and said it's well underway. In a press release, a Rockstar uh, spokesperson wrote, With unprecedented longevity of GTA V, we, we know many of you have been asking us about a new entry into the Grand Theft Auto series. With every project we embark on, our goal is always to significantly move beyond what have been uh, what ha- what we have previously delivered. We we are pleased to confirm that active development for the next entry in the Grand Theft Auto series is well underway. We look forward to sharing more as we are already. So please stay tuned to the Rockstar Newswire for official details. But there you go, folks. We already know that was well in, in the works. But here's an official announcement that a new Grand Theft Auto is in the works. It didn't say GTA 6, it just says a new Grand Theft Auto. So, we just have to wait for official uh, announcements later on. A Sports is making NFL legend Tom Brady's retirement by boosting the Madden NFL 22 cover stars uh, rating to the game's highest possible 99. This is the second time this NFL season that Brady will have a 99 OVR, as he had initially boasted to 99 back in October when he set an all-time career passing record. But this is to pretty much highlight his uh, official retirement announcement. Pokemon Legends Arceus sells more than 6.5 million units worldwide. The latest installment of the monster-catching franchise reaching the sales milestone within a week after launch. Back in 2019, Pokemon Sword and Shield sold only 6 million copies during its release window. Also, uh, the most recent Pokemon re-release, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, also reached the same amount just a week after launch as well. So this came from GameIndustry.biz. UFL, the official gameplay reveal, has been released. And we also have a live react to that as well. If you check it out on our YouTube page. So they partnered up with many clubs. And they also have ambassadors as well, including Cristiano Ronaldo as well. And definitely look forward to more and uh, more official announcements as well. We'll update you guys accordingly, and we are definitely looking forward to hopefully early access or even an early preview of the game that we'll announce accordingly as well to our uh, to our channels as well. PlayStation VR, you could sign up for notifications now over at PlayStation page to the to the PlayStation VR 2 mailing list. So that's all the update we have for you. There's no official updates, just the same specs that they announced before, but yeah. But there's also a website as well. So Netflix. 
Let's expand the Ennis Gaming lineup. Line up, <laughs> which is out now with Riot Games Hex Hex Sticks Mayhem as uh, and the other title is Dungeon Dwarves. Coming from Canadian developer Hyper Hippo. It's available now. So we have a new trailer for Gran Turismo 7, showing off the PS5 features in a chill music mode. And the latest state of play that was announced February 2nd. And it will be launching on February 4th as a cross-generational platform for so for the PlayStation 4 and for the PlayStation 5. It'll offer 400 games on launch. They were 34 racing locales and 90 track layouts. It will have two-player split-screen multiplayer, along with online play like most PS5 games. Gran Turismo 7 includes a frame rate mode for 60 frames per second performance or a ray tracing mode that caps over at 30 frames per second. So of course, it's going to have haptic feedback as well. Adaptive triggers and so on. That's all we have for you, though. Dying Light 2's server and core problems are the top priority for Techland. In a statement by Dying Light 2's Twitter account. So, so if you guys are, even though the game is pretty decent, that the reviews are saying, if you guys are experiencing bugs or technical difficulties, please keep in mind that the team is working on it and will update you as soon as possible. Hogwarts Legacy 2. Well, it's still on track for release this year. Publisher has still yet to give a firm release date on whether the game is due. However, new, ed- new evidence suggests that the open world Hero Potter game could be out as soon as September. This one came over from IGN. So we're done with your gaming play, folks. We're going to move on to tech. This first one's going to from CNBC. Apple's reportedly apparently lost a low-cost iPhone and iPod 4. It's March launch. And we might even... And it's expected to be a virtual live stream instead of an in-person gathering. So, it is rumored that we're getting a... And I am a third generation, I'm sorry, a third iteration of the iPhone SE, but with 5G offerings. Alright. And there's no reports that we might get an updated version of the iPad Air as well. As well as official launch for the 50, iOS 15.4. But we'll see. So we get an official announcement as well. Now we're going to move on to the Metaverse. Well, Meta, actually, the company behind Facebook. Meta released its new Quest avatar system last year, bringing a big upgrade over the previous in terms of expressiveness and customability. Now the company announced its standard standardized is standardizing those platform those across all meta platforms so facebook messenger instagram 
essentially letting users build and use the same 3D avatar for VR and social media. Starting today, Meta says the visual style for 3D avatars on Facebook Messenger and Instagram will be the same look and feel as you're familiar with on the Quest. And they even... Is, uh, the platform is there is also getting a new personal boundaries to help stop virtual groping after the app's beta testers found harassment. But that's good. It's good on their part as well. NFTs, NFTs, NFTs. John Legend is, uh, has launched his own platform called Vibes. Where you, it's like a, essentially a, how should I say, it's not like a marketplace, but it is a marketplace, but it's also a way for you to simply create and sell your own NFT, uh, music NFTs as well. So here's a, a tweet from their Twitter account. NFT for the people. We want to change the way musicians and artists can release their music and get real exposure. Our song and John Legend have been working on this for a while. So I hope you all enjoy. If you have any questions about our song, please drop them below. GameSpot, GameStop launches their NFT marketplace on Immutable. X creates a $100 million developer fund. To launch a marketplace for their for NFTs that is set to launch later on this year. That's done. So that's a nice partnership announcement. So Bape is set to launch its own NF NFTs dubbed B Ape Tiverse with the new King of Apes NFT. This announcement just uh, let's see. So that's literally it. That they're getting into the NFT space as well. Coachella will sell lifetime festival passes as NFT. So let's go over from The Verge. Coachella is selling lifetime festival passes for the first time, but you have to buy an NFT to get one. The music festival launched an NFT marketplace built by FTX US with three collections of NFTs going on sale. Now... The company will auction the Coachella Keys collection, a group of 10 NFTs that will allow holders lifetime access to the festival. Owners to the token will get will get passes to Coachella every year, plus access to Coachella, produce virtual experience forever. So NFTs aren't just images, they, are, they also have... They could also be much more than that, or they could have access to certain things, if you guys to physical access to goods and what have you. And here is an article coming from CNBC. Sales of real estate in the metaverse topped five hundred million dollars last year and could double up this year, according to investors and analytic analytic firms. There are big risks, but potential big rewards. So far, real estate sales have been concentrated on the big four, Sandbox, Decentraland, Crypto Voxels, and Somnium. Nike is suing StockX over the sneaker NFTs. 
for unauthorized images of Nike shoes making the latest lawsuit of NFTs and digital assets. Nike claims in their complaint that SockX Vault NFTs infringe on Nike's trademarks and are likely to confuse customers. But it's not surprising because StockX, they're using their digital assets of their shoes. It's surprising they, they, they were thinking that they were going to get away with it. But yeah. The New York Times has bought Wordle. The sudden, the sudden hit Wordle in which a a once-a-day player gets six chances to guess a five-letter letter word has been acquired by the New York Times. The publisher announced by the Times on Monday reflects the growing importance of games like Crosswords, Spelling Bee, and the company's quest to increase digital subscriptions to 10 million by 2025. Wordle was acquired from its creator, Josh Wordle, a software engineer in Brooklyn, for a price in the low seven figures, the company said. The game would initially remain free to free to new and existing players. But they also have a subscription where you could uh, have access to their virtual, to their newspaper, as well as uh, like crosswords and what have you. But it's not surprising that it's going to be behind the paywall, like a little bit of a paywall, which is fine. If you guys are interested in, in uh, playing Wordle as well. Japanese startup DriverX launched a Kickstarter for a unique VR headset dubbed the Half Dive, which was designed to be used while laying, laying down, taking inspiration from Sora Online. So, DriverX has announced that they're pulling the plug in on the headset, announcing that all backers would, be, would not be charged for funds collected. They're faced with the brutal reality that no matter how optimized and multifunctional multifunctional device may be for use in sleeping posture in a sleeping posture it only it is only a replacement for existing VR devices now and not yet an interface that brings an innovative experience but that's a sad thing but we're still gonna get there hopefully All right. Okay. We're done with tech. We're going to move on to entertainment, folks. Emmy-winning drama series Euphoria will return for a third season. HBO has confirmed the news arrives halfway through the second season of the hit show created by Sam Levingston. This one came up from Hypebeast. Dakota Johnson is set to start in Sony's Madame Web film. By no negotiations are still underway. underway. But that's exciting, nonetheless. A new Sony project. We have some new posters for The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. This one's going to go over from GameSpot's Instagram account. So for all you audio listeners, if you aren't coming later to if you aren't able to join us live over on Twitch, uh, please be sure to watch the VOD over on youtube.com slash the impact play later on, as soon as this episode is up. So you don't miss out. Okay, here you are, folks. The Rings of Power premiering September 2nd on Prime Video.
it kind of has some Game of Thrones vibes as well. All right, moving on. We have some new posters for the Batman as well. Got him from GameSpot. We'll see how this feels. I'm excited for this film. Nonetheless, coming March 4th. That's it, folks. So we have the cast for The Boys Animated Show. Coming from IGN. That is set to premiere on Prime Video this March as well. So the the cast uh, voice cast that was revealed are Aquafina, Michael, Kara, Don, Seattle, Chase Cradford. Let me zoom this in. Uh, Kiran Culkin, Giancarlo Giancarlo Esposito. Really? Wow. Okay. He's definitely making headways. Elliot Glazer, Jason Isaacs, Kumail Kanjaji, Justin Justin Rowland, Seth Rogen, Andy Samberg, Ben Schwartz, Elizabeth Shue, Kevin Smith, Anthony Starr, Nathan Pedrad, Simon Pegg, Kenan Thompson, Aisha Tyler, and Young Jung, uh, Yun, Yo. Junk with more to follow. So it'll this brand new animated series will tell the unseen stories within the boys' universe. So we have some new posters for Sonic the Hedgehog 2. These are, it looks like it's international. Tails, Sonic, Knuckles. It Takes Two is to be adapted for film and television, as reported by Variety. Hazel Light Studios has partnered with production company DJ2 Entertainment to bring the project to life. Though it's unclear how at this stage what the, de- the what the deal entails. Variety said the sources close to the matter have shared that the adaptation is currently not tied to any studio or network, but it's the subject of a multi-party bidding war. The project will be written by Pat Casey and Josh Miller, who are behind the signing film and his upcoming sequel, which are also handled by DJ2 Entertainment. It looks like this adaptation might be actually pretty decent. So, Remember Me is set to release on February 12, 2021. And it'll also be available February 11th, streaming on Peacock. 
So it's essentially a film starring Jennifer Lopez. It's the uh, it's official. Grant Gustin has signed on to reprise his role as the Flash for season nine. So it came over from giantfreakrobot.com. So we're done with your entertainment play, folks. Now we're going to move on to sports. Alani United uh, transfers defender, has officially transferred George Bello to Arminio Bielefeld in German Bundesliga. But now we're going to move on to the UEFA Fazel Jura. The final is, is the, Portugal is set to play Russia. For, for the finals later on today. And third place is set to take place between Spain and the Ukraine. Thank you, UEFA, for that update. So we were talking about Tom Brady's official announcement, his official retirement announcement, but he he announced it via Instagram that he's, that he's officially retiring. We have the Las Vegas Raiders are expected to hire New England Patriots Josh McDell, McDaniels as a coach and, and named uh, Dave Ziegler as a general manager. Meet the Commanders, the new name of the Washington football team. So it took 18 months and two full NFL seasons to for them to decide on a name, as well as a logo and everything. So let me show you this in a second. Coming from their official Twitter account, even though this was like this this was uh, this leaked not leaked, but it, it was found out beforehand with a web URL read from a web URL redirect. Uh, let's see where are you. Okay, the future of Washington football is here. So it's meant to highlight their past as well as look a, a brand new look to the future. That was just a mock-up. All right, moving on, moving on. Okay. 
Let me see. I'm trying to find an update for you in regards to the NFL. It looks like I had it beforehand. Okay, I think I found something. Hmm. Okay, I think I found something. Okay, <clears throat> here we go. Found something. So, Brian Flores, a former head coach of the Miami Dolphins, filed a lawsuit t- Tuesday against the NFL, the New York Giants, and the Denver Broncos, plus the Miami Dolphins alleging racial discrimination. Flores, who is black, says in his lawsuit that the Giants interviewed him for their vacant head coaching job under distinguishing circumstances. As Flores had found out three days before, his interview that the Giants had already decided to hire Brian Double. Flores says he learned that after receiving a controversial text message from New England's Patriots coach, Bill Bill Belichick, that was sent in error, Sounds like you have landed. Congrats. Belichick texted to Flores according to screen grabs of the conversation presented in the lawsuit. That's essentially what's going on. What that? All right. Now we're going to move on to the WNBA. Nagy has announced it, it has made an equity investment in the WNBA to help redefine the sport for a new generation of players, fans, and girls. Nagy says the investment will provide an increase in capital and resources that will accelerate the league's growth. Thank you, Soul Collector, for that. And now we're going to move on to the free agency for the WNBA. So we're going to just talk about the highlights of the free agency. We're not going to talk, talk about everything. <laughs> so Talia Copper has re-signed uh, with the Chicago Sky for a multi-year deal. Joe Kel Jones has re-signed with the Connecticut Suns, as well as Joelle Lloyd has re-signed with the Seattle Storm as well. All right, so moving on. James Harden's is set to pursue... Hold on, let me see something. 
So the Philadelphia 76ers are reportedly expected to pursue James Harden until Thursday, uh, up up until Thursday for the trade deadline, according to the athletic athletics. So Brooklyn is belie- is believed to be open in to discussing a deal regarding their player. All right. So moving on to the Olympics. So it is currently underway. In China, amidst lockdown and boycotts. And it's and it's slated uh, schedules from February fourth to the twentieth. And even some more Olympic news as well. Uh, Sean White uh, said in official announcement that this will be his last competition. All right, we're done with sports, folks. We're going to move on to music. Let's mm, say find it. I'll find it. So Beyonce has released her Ivy Park and Adidas Valentine's Day collection. And we're going to show you this from House of Heat. Actually, not bad. This, I don't know how I feel about it. Mm-mm, not feeling this one. Mm-mm. I think that's the best one. The slides aren't bad either. But this is the best one too. Ultra Boost. This isn't too bad. Even more images. This that I don't know is too bad, but I don't like the shoe itself. Half shoe, half slipper. Okay, even more shoes. Here is more close-ups of the slides. And that's it. That's what we have. And we have a new Bad Bunny Adidas collab as well. Another collab, I should say. These, I don't know how I feel about it. They look like kind of like SBs or Dunks, but I don't know. I'll have to see an impression to give an actual impression. But it doesn't, it doesn't look too bad either. Yeah, they look like dunks. Not dunks, SB, so. Ugh. Look too thick. If you guys are interested in copying either, let me know. Let us know. 
Jujins is gearing up to release his seventh out his seventh project, Dope Don't Sell Itself, as as has many gyms to share with his fans. The ATL native sought by Power 105's Breakfast Club on Friday, and dished on everything from the upcoming album to working with late friend Virgil Abala. So this came from HighRadio.com. So we have some new music from... Let me see. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot about this. So, uh, what's her name? Uh, Rihanna and ASAP Rocky are expecting a baby. And I actually have uh, so I, something to say about this as well. I've seen a lot of things on social media, a lot of reactions. That people are like... Uh, having some negative feelings towards her uh, her pregnancy announcement. But first and foremost, I want to say one thing. It's her life. Her life doesn't affect yours. So congratulations to them both that they're having a baby. So she put her career first before deciding to have a family of her own. Now that her, her career is at its peak, she's deciding to have a, start a family of her own. So her setting a family... Has nothing to do with you. Congratulations to them both. Again, her personal life does not affect your personal life. Plain and simple. And Olivia Rodriguez is set to release the highest honor of the 2022 Billboard Women's and Music Awards in March, as she was officially announced as their Woman of the Year. Let's see. Nicki Minaj and Love Baby released a new single. Do we have a problem? We have new music by Mitski and uh, Laurel Hell. We have. Emo Girl by Machine Gun Kelly and Willow. Jennifer Lopez and Maluna released their original motion picture soundtrack for Marry Me. Really, uh, ready, Red Hot <laughs> Chili Peppers released a new single, Black Summer. And Two Jeans Don't 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 Sell Stuff, which we just talked about. The new billboard for that. So Mara Carey is. I don't want to say releasing, but has announced a Always Be My Baby Snapchat challenge. So those who participate in the challenge will have a chance to win a share of $100,000. The top snap will receive $50,000. The second and third place winners will will win $30,000 and $20,000 respectively. Okay. Spotify is closing in on a sponsorship deal with Barcelona's soccer club. This one's coming over, came over from Billboard. Is 
set to close out on their deal, but nothing official has been announced, of course. The source is close to the matter. Megathy Saldin has released a new single in partnership with Flamin' Hot. Flamin' Hottie. And Dolly Lars, Dolly Parts, Pardon, <laughs> is set to host the 57th Academy of Country Music Awards on March 7th on Prime Video in Las Vegas. All right. Looks like that's all we have for you, folks. Where are you? So if you guys are interested in sending us free mail, here's how you can contact us. We want to know your feedback, your thoughts, and even the questions that we have for sending us free mail on the Discord server, leaving a voice note over to anchor.fm backslash play, or even by sending us an email to readmail at play.com. Who knows, we even be featured on a future episode or even on a special radio segment of the show. If you guys want to be part of the show, here's your chance. Send us, send us an email. You, uh, you can send us an email. We'll read it, we'll read it louder on the, uh, out on the show. Or even we'll even play your radio mail over on our, uh, or even on our future episode of the show as well. So send us content. And this is one of the many ways you, can be, you could set out to be a part of the show. So thank you guys so, so much for making for making us a part of your day. We wish you to join our community server over on Discord. Join the exclamation Discord and chat now. And guys, we're, we're literally trying to unlock subs. We've been overcoming and passing goals over on our YouTube page. And we just literally need to unlock subs. So literally follow us. Uh, hit, hit, the, hit the notification bell and just lurk if you must. Because every little bit helps. Help us reach our goal. Help, help us reach our goal even closer. And just sharing it will will benefit us as well. So leave us a review. We just everything on your favorite platform. And guys, Spotify did release a new feature where you could rate uh you could rate us over on our Spotify page. So if you guys haven't done so already, create a Spotify account. It's a simple. It, it'll take you only a few minutes of your time. Follow us there and just rate the rate the podcast. And it's, and it'll help us reach even more viewers and even more listeners. Help us expand on our on our community as well. So thank you guys so much for, for making us part of your day. And until next time, folks, have a great one. But for all of you, uh, Golden Cruise and above are over on Patreon. I'll see you for the post show. But, but everyone else, have a good one. And until next time. <laughs>